0: Chapter Ten, Episode Two of Tartarin of Tarascon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Tartarin of Tarascon by Alphonse Daudet, Episode the Second. Among the Turks, Chapter Ten. Tell me your father's name, and I will tell you the name of that flower. Princes of Montenegro are the ones to find the love bird. On the morrow early after this evening at the Plantans, Prince Gregory was in the Tarasconian's bedroom. Quick, dress yourself quickly, your Moorish beauty is found. Her name is Bayer. She's scarce twenty, as pretty as a love, and already a widow. A widow? What a slice of luck, joyfully exclaimed Tartarin, who dreaded Oriental husbands. Aye, but woefully closely guarded by her brother. Oh, the mischief! A savage chap who vends pipes in the Orléans bazaar. "'Here fell a silence. "'A fig for that,' proceeded the prince. "'You are not the man to be daunted by such a trifle, "'and anyhow this old corsair can be pacified, I dare say, "'by having some pipes bought of him. "'But be quick. "'On with your courting suit, you lucky dog.' "'Pale and agitated, with his heart brimming over with love, "'the Tarasconian leaped out of his couch, "'and as he hastily buttoned up his capacious nether garment, "'wanted to know how he should act.' "'Write straightway to the lady and ask for a tryst.' "'Do you mean to say she knows French?' Queried the Tarasconian simpleton, "'for the disappointed mien of one "'who had believed thoroughly in the Orient.' "'Not one word of it,' rejoined the prince imperturbably. "'But you can dictate the billet-doux, "'and I will translate it bit by bit.' "'Oh, prince, how kind you are!' "'The lover began striding up and down the bedroom "'in silent meditation.' Naturally, a man does not write to a Moorish girl in Algiers in the same way as to a sempstress of Beaucaire. It was a very lucky thing that our hero had in mind his numerous readings, which allowed him, by amalgamating the red Indian eloquence of Gustave Emma's Apaches with Lamartine's rhetorical flourishes in the Voyage en Orient and some reminiscences of the Song of Songs, to compose the most eastern letter that you could expect to see. It opened with, "Like unto the ostrich upon the sandy waste." "'and concluded by, "'Tell me your father's name, "'and I will tell you the name of that flower. "'To this missive the romantic Tartarin "'would have much liked to join an emblematic bouquet of flowers "'in the eastern fashion. "'But Prince Gregory thought it better "'to purchase some pipes at the brothers, "'which could not fail to soften his wild temper, "'and would certainly please the lady a very great deal, "'as she was much of a smoker. "'Let's be off at once to buy them,' said Tartarin, "'full of ardour. "'No, no, let me go alone. "'I can get them cheaper.' "'Eh, what? Would you save me the trouble? "'Oh, Prince, Prince, you do me proud!' "'Quite abashed, the good-hearted fellow "'offered his purse to the obliging Montenegrin, "'urging him to overlook nothing "'by which the lady would be gratified. "'Unfortunately, the suit, albeit capitally commenced, "'did not progress as rapidly as might have been anticipated. "'It appeared that the Moorish beauty "'was very deeply affected by Tartarin's eloquence, "'and, for that matter, three parts won beforehand.' "'so that she wished nothing better than to receive him. "'But that brother of hers had qualms, "'and to lull them it was necessary to buy pipes by the dozens. "'Nay, the gross! "'Well, we had best say by the shipload at once. "'What the plague and buyer do with all these pipes?' "'Poor Tartarin wanted to know more than once. "'But he paid the bills all the same, and without niggardliness. "'At length, after having purchased a mountainous sack of pipes "'and poured forth lakes of Oriental Poesy, "'an interview was arranged.' I have no need to tell you, with what throbbings of the heart, the Tarasconian prepared himself, with what carefulness he trimmed, brillantined, and perfumed his rough cat-popper's beard, and how he did not forget, for everything must be thought of, to slip a spiky life-preserver and two or three six-shooters into his pockets. The ever-obliging prince was coming to this first meeting in the office of interpreter, the lady dwelt in the upper part of the town before her doorway a boy more fourteen or less was smoking cigarettes this was the brother in question the celebrated ali on seeing the pair of visitors arrive he gave a double knock on the postern gate and delicately glided away the door opened a negress appeared who conducted the gentlemen without uttering a word across the narrow inner courtyard into a small cool room where the lady awaited them "'reclining on a low ottoman. "'At first glance she appeared smaller and stouter "'than the Moorish damsel met in the omnibus by the Tarasconian. "'In fact, was it really the same?' "'But the doubt merely flashed through Tartarin's brain "'like a stroke of lightning. "'The dame was so pretty thus, "'with her feet bare and plump fingers, fine and pink, "'loaded with rings, "'under her bodice of gilded cloth "'and the folds of her flower patterned dress,' was suggested a lovable creature, rather blessed materially, rounded everywhere and nice enough to eat. The amber mouthpiece of a anagile smoked at her lips and enveloped her wholly in a halo of light-coloured smoke. On entering, the Tarasconian laid a hand on his heart and bowed as more like as possible, whilst rolling his large, impassioned eyes. Baya gazed on him for a moment without making any answer but then dropping her pipe-stem she threw her head back hid it in her hands and they could only see her white neck rippling with a wild laugh like a bag full of pearls End of chapter ten of episode two